Welcome to the Elite Level Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Elaine, and this is the podcast where we explore how elite level performers think, act, and operate. As you can see, the setup is a little bit different for this week's episode. I've decided to do a very special Q&A style episode. The questions are a mixture between ones that I've come up with that I think people might be curious to know, some that I typically get in my LinkedIn unbox and a couple that I've Googled. And I've tried to make it a little bit of a mixture between some fun questions and uh, some that are a bit more career-based. So uh, I've got 10 written on my notepad. This is going to be completely raw, a freestyle. So let's get right into it. So the first question is, what motivates you at this stage of your career? Love the question. So at this particular stage, I think I've gone through a phase where money motivation was a big thing and dream cars and dream apartments achieved a lot of those types of things. And as I've advanced, there was a certain point where I felt this gap in terms of fulfillment and and really started to think more about my legacy. And so the big motivation for me now is really my ability to impact others. That's the the broader mantra that I have. I want to be someone that can up-level my community, up-level the people around me, help talent get to the next level. That's a massive, massive part of my focus. And then beyond that, it's being able to be someone that can look after my family, make a big difference and be someone that others can be proud of and also inspired by. So those are some of the main things that are a big part of my, my motivation as I sit here right now. Number two, fun question. What is my dream car? This question's come up because anyone who knows me knows I'm a bit of a car fanatic. I've had over 12 cars over my lifespan so far. I've had a new car every single year. Some of my favorites have been BMW i8, Audi R8, V10. So I've had I've had my fair share of fun vehicles. But the question is, what's my dream car? It's always been a Lamborghini Huracan. So that will be the next objective and, and probably the next purchase, assuming I can get a few more deals done and continue to go out there and, and do what I'm capable of doing. So that's what I'm going to say is my dream car for this question. Question number three, what has been the biggest secret to your success so far? It's a broad question. If I had to say the biggest thing, I would say it's my sheer tenacity. From a young age, I've I've always had a bit of a chip on my shoulder, a hunger that I would say is very much so uncommon. And the pace that I've pushed and the consistency that I've had in every career and every role that I've been in has been very uncommon. And a statement that uh, someone I really look up to called David Goggins, if you don't know him, check him out, always says is he he pursues being uncommon amongst uncommon people. And that's something that always sits in my heart. And it's something that I like to view myself as or certainly being on that path. So I think the biggest thing is just raw tenacity, an unparalleled drive and a will to win that's very, very difficult to match. Question number four. What is your favorite takeaway? This is a difficult one. It's a tight split between Indian and Caribbean. If I had to say as a takeaway, it's probably going to be Indian. And I'm really, really boring in the fact that nine times out of 10, I just order a chicken korma, which is probably the the most basic and the most common curry that you hear of any out there. But that is that is my favorite. I pretty much get it every time. I love it with a Pashwari 
naan and also some pilau rice there and some poppadoms with mango chutney. I feel like I'm just spilling the beans on my my typical Saturday night. It's definitely not my typical Saturday night. It's a, a rare treat, but um, I do love it. So question number five, what is your proudest accomplishment? I would say that my proudest accomplishment is actually getting my degree later in life. And some of you who have followed me for a fair amount of time will know that the first time I went to university, I had a full scholarship studying corporate law. I dropped out eight months in. Not many people thought I'd amount to much after dropping out at that time. But I knew that that sales was for me. Entrepreneurship was for me. And a few years ago, I always promised my mother that at some point in my life, I'd go back and get my degree. So I'm a man of my word. I went back and got a degree actually in sales management. I got a first. And the reason it's my proudest accomplishment is because it was a real low point for me when I dropped out and felt that a lot of people had given up on me, didn't think I'd be able to amount to much. It was a really, really tough time, a dark time. And so being able to come out the other end, build a career that I can be proud of, and then go out there and achieve a first that certificate is front and center in my bedroom. And it's one of the first things I look at when I wake up, not so much because of the degree itself, but the story and the journey and the adversity that I had to go through to get to that point and then come out driving a best in class result while working full time. So as you can probably tell, that moment means a lot to me. Question number six is what do you do for fun? Uh, <laughs> it's interesting that one comes up because sometimes I think people feel like I operate like a machine and I'm always just on it, on it, on it. But of course, I'm no different to many others, right? I like to go out, have a good time, enjoy myself. At the moment, I'm injured, but outside of being injured, one of the things I love is combat sports in terms of doing it myself with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But I'm a massive, massive combat sports fan. So boxing for most of my life, but MMA, mixed martial arts has probably become much more the, the bigger thing over recent years. So really, really into the UFC. I've been to the last two UFC London events, including one only a few weeks ago, which was amazing. And outside of that, it's just really socializing, spending time with my family, with my friends. I have a big, big focus on just trying to live life based on experiences and not only material things. So trying to do different things, travel, go to places that I've never been before. That's a big part of what constitutes fun for me. So hopefully that answers that question. If you're enjoying this episode so far as well and you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to smash that like button, comment, share and subscribe. And if you're listening on any of the podcasting platforms, I'd be super grateful for a five star review. Thank you very much. Question number seven. What is the best way for an SDR to become an AE? And just for clarity, SDR, we mean sales development representative. And when we say AE, we mean account executive. Very common question that I get asked a lot. There's multiple different strands to this, right? The first thing is to try and be and embody the role that you want to be. So if you want to become an account executive, you need to listen to podcasts like this. You need to model yourself on successful account executives. You need to seek mentorship. But broader than that, I think one of the biggest things that I don't see enough people doing is engaging in role plays, right? You need to 
be able to get yourself involved in systems or setups where you can start to practice what it's like to ask discovery questions, deal with objections, actually run through a full end-to-end sales process and go through those stages, start to enact what it actually takes to operate as an account executive on a day-by-day basis. And the more muscle memory you can build up by doing the reps and doing it over and over again, the much easier it will be when it's time to make that transition. This is a great opportunity for me also to mention the fact that I've got a program. If you visit www.elitelevelacademy.com, I've just announced a program, an eight-week program. I believe the only one on the market or certainly going to be the best-in-class one on the market to help any SDR transition from an SDR role to an account executive in eight weeks or less. And if you don't secure your dream role at the other end, you get your money back. So it makes it completely risk-free. I'd love to have one of you out there who's a fan of the podcast involved in that program. So again, www.elitelevelacademy.com. And I look forward to speaking to you on the other side of that. Next question, question number eight. What is the funniest moment in your life you can recall right now? (laughs) The one that's off the top of my head takes me back to when I was a lot younger. I uh, I remember when I used to live at home and I, I came out the shower grab some body cream and uh, being so young and naive, I just always grabbed the, the same body cream, which was some uh, astral. It's in a in a, a blue container. And for some reason, my mother had switched, uh, the, basically the body cream had run out and she'd gone and put shaving cream in the astral container. And I just opened it and without thinking, creamed my entire body in this uh, hair removal cream. <laughs> the smell was unbelievable and my, my mother realized and couldn't believe it and then I had to run back in the shower and try and get it all off of myself and it was uh, very funny to look back on now but really embarrassing at the same time so that's the thing that's just off the top of my head right now question number nine what and who inspires you So anyone who's been on a Zoom call with me will see that the picture I have behind me is of Muhammad Ali. He's my biggest inspiration in terms of someone that had utter true self-confidence, self-belief, an unrelenting work ethic. And he just went after it and got after it every single day consistently. So he's a massive, massive inspiration for me as someone who really had conviction, sought to make impact and drive real change in the world. And he was able to do that and impart his wisdom on many, many other people out there. I'd also be remiss not to say my mother, I just mentioned her in the previous question, but she is really my rock. She's been my inspiration from day one and continues to be today. Just a truly remarkable woman in every sense of the world with true grit, determination and and talent. So mum, if you're listening to this, thank you for being everything that you've been for me in my life. And I love you dearly. Question number 10, what is your daily routine? And this is the last question. I feel like I've I've whizzed through these. But my daily routine is very, very consistent and, and structured at the moment in that I wake up, first thing I do is meditate for 12 minutes. I then do some kind of physical exercise, whether it's the gym or I try and get outside as much as I can, whether it's a long walk, a run, or even just doing some calisthenics type work out in a playground. And then after that, I come back immediately, get myself ready and and set out my plan of action for the day. And then I always prioritize the the toughest tasks or the tasks that require the most brain power 
early in the day, which is when I have the most energy, the most focus and attention. And then I tail off more admin style tasks towards the second half of the day. When it gets towards the evening, I look to start getting into my nighttime routine at 9.30. That always consists of journaling, also reading a book. And then I aim to get into bed for about 10 o'clock and I start the next morning. Typically, I wake up around six o'clock, but aim to get out of bed between 6.30 a.m. and and 7. So that's pretty much my daily routine at the moment. So I've whizzed through those questions. I hope that's helped you get to know me a bit more, both personally and professionally. We've got some amazing guests upcoming on some future episodes. So please continue to show your support for the Elite Level podcast where we're really starting to build a a great audience out there now and racking up some episodes. So I'm super, super grateful for anyone who's been supporting on the journey so far. Again, if you've watched this episode all the way through, please be sure to smash that like button, comment, share and subscribe. And on the podcasting platforms, a five-star review, help us reach some more eyeballs with this content moving forward eyeballs and ears I should say thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one